Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Network. What you what you want? What you what you want? Welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks Podcast here on the Lazy Geeks Network. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And here are all the news stories that we thought were cool, because we don't give a shit about anybody else. Right. We swiped left on these news stories of the week. <laughs> I don't know. Which one is, which one's the right one? I don't know. Which one's the one you ignore? I think, like, I the... think swiping left is the, I like that person. Yeah. Okay. So this, these are the swipe left stories of the week from us. <laughs> Because I th- I think it's if you off think can- it- off off podcast we just came up with a really cool app so yeah and it's nobody's fucking business <laughs> exactly um I think uh because most people are right handed and swiping right is easier so that's that should logically be no right. you're not gonna say yes to most of and them. then also let's think about it you know your right hand's probably always a little busy just saying you know. <laughs> In to, fact, mine's right now a little busy. So you know. I was talking to a buddy of mine because he was doing, um, he was doing that online dating and stuff, which is, you know, valid. Oh, I guess I, I was gonna yeah. say, dude, dude, don't, don't knock it. No, I'm not knocking anything because, and I was at first when I was talking to him, but then I realized the last time I went on a date with anybody who <laughs> wasn't my wife was like 12 years ago. Right. You know, so back then people were laughing at it. So I instantly was like, that's stupid. Why would you do that? I'm like, oh, wait, it's 2016. So, <laughs> yeah, we're the 21st century now. But I had to draw the line when he was like, well, maybe I should get a Tinder. I said, you know oh, what, dude? Tinder is stupid. <laughs> Tinder to me is, is, is the most superficial thing ever created. Oh, God. It's yeah. like not hot left, not hot <laughs> left or right or whatever the fuck you're supposed to swipe. <laughs> I know. Just just get grinder while you're at it. <laughs> um, I know it. It's funny because uh, I saw a meme yesterday. I think it was, and it was like, you know, thirty years ago. Oh, where'd you meet your Where'd you meet your boyfriend? At church, at work, you know, at a bar, at a club, whatever. Then it's like now, where'd you meet your boyfriend? Tinder, grinder. You know, yeah. <laughs> it was listing off all the. 
<laughs> all the social wow i think was in there <laughs> fuck yeah yeah it's 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 um you know it's a different time i guess we grew up in a different age now i i well the ages change like every three years now right yeah you know so we you know we grew up in uh you know windows 3.0 for the, the that would probably help people understand as opposed to where i'm part of i'm part of the last generation that remembers a world where there was no internet Oh yeah. Well, there, I mean, World Wide Web. There was an internet, but it wasn't. No one was using it. <laughs> well, that was that was. It was funny because Heather and I were talking about that. Like, oh, I'm so glad we didn't have like YouTube or that shit when we were growing up. Because it's just like, uh, I would just not like to have a, a streaming documentary of my of the stupid shit I did in my life. I know. You know? <laughs> we just missed it. <laughs> I know it's like what no you... videos of me getting fucking pissed drunk and you know. <laughs> well, it's like now, yeah, it's like you know, if the power goes out, what do you do? Oh, I don't know, crack open a book, you know. I know my kid, my kids are so funny. Like Lights the power, something. the power went out for two hours. Oh shit! Like a couple months ago, okay, and it was nighttime, so I was like, ah, eh, you know. So I, I bust out some candles that I had, like they were scented candles that my wife buys, <laughs> but they were candles, yeah. and um. I'm just sitting there, and I, I grabbed a book off the bookshelf, like a fucking tech manual or something, <laughs> and I just started reading it. And they, He started reading the Star Trek Enterprise tech manual. Right. It's brushing up, you know, yeah. just in case repairs are needed. Um, <laughs> and, like, I think it was five minutes in, and my kid's like, I'm bored. What are we doing? We need to do something. What are, I'm like, I'm like, can we watch TV? I'm like, sure. And they go over, and they try to turn it on, but it doesn't work. I'm like, yeah, but you can still watch it. <laughs> I was giving up shit. <laughs> and the power came back on. They all looked like fucking somebody finally let the air into the room. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, if it was during the day, it wouldn't have been a big, as big a deal. Right. Because I could have just took them to the park or something like that. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah, that was like, well, I, you know, I was, well, like, you know, during the Northridge earthquake, you know, we, at my house, like this area was out of power for like two days shit two or three days yeah because the power got knocked out in the earthquake and i think yeah so like we missed all the good television you know like all the earthquake damage and shit and uh yeah it's like once it started to get dark you had the candles on and then like eight o'clock you were going to bed <laughs> and wake up with the sun yeah it was that was fucked up <laughs> hmm. uh but uh really quickly those of you that notice I don't know how many of you did. Probably noticed that this podcast is listed as number 215. Uh, this last, uh, well, about a month or two ago, DC announced that it was getting rid of the renumbering scheme for Detective Comics and Action Comics, reverting them back to their like 900 and whatever thousandth issue of those comics coming in June. So we decided to do the same thing. Or actually, I decided to do the same thing. Adam had no idea what the what the fuck was going on, which is yeah. usual in this case. Yeah, I was like, I'm sure you know what you're doing. Yeah. And I went about my business. <laughs> so I renumbered the last ones. Hey, and you know what? Just just for some clarification, I was doing some, sh- some maintenance shit too. I fucking organized all the notes because we had like five, <laughs> at least three years worth of show notes in one notebook on one note and it was so fucking cluttered and i was like you know what dude i'm making an archive notebook i'm moving all this shit that's nice true. and clean now baby. yeah now it's cl- nice and clean and 
all we've got is the you know the the show notes <laughs> the accounts page and the production the, schedule the production schedule and the porn the porn recommendation sites but that's for us not for you guys <laughs> that's on a different notebook that's the largest <laughs> notebook <laughs> it's or it's organized alphabetically by hair color right. <laughs> <laughs> also by pics videos and audio that's right because <laughs> you gotta have that in audio book <laughs> that's when you've hit the new low that's when you need to get a tinder account like if, if you if you're at home listening to auto audio porn bruh come on <laughs> get it to get your life together you know uh have you ever have you seen Trainwrecked yet the one with amy schumer no dude john cena is fucking hilarious in that movie that uh he's like amy schumer's big buff boyfriend he's always like you know like uh, and he always of course says the wrong thing and everything has a gay overtone to it you know and he was like he goes you want to fuck with me i will fuck you you know and he's like and she's like um that's that's gay like he's like if you want to fight me you meet me outside i'm on grinder i'm probably the closest one to you i'll be the closest one to you Uh, but yeah, so we've gone ahead and uh, jumped back to our numbering scheme because I thought about it and I thought, you know what? We worked hard to break 200. And instead of starting completely over... Yeah, why cheapen it? Yeah, why cheapen it a bit? So now we're back at 215. So um, so yeah. And <laughs> so I had a fun week last week. Those of you that have Windows 10 and have had issues with it, I'm there with you. Mm-hmm. So last week, last weekend, I was, uh, I don't know what happened, but one day, like, um, Windows, like, sometimes when I, and I knew something was going on, because, like, my laptop, when I would, like, put my laptop to sleep, and then, like, in the morning, I'd try to get on it, my internet was disconnected, always on my, on my laptop, and I always had to restart the fucker to get the, to get the internet to work. Well, then, all of a sudden, one day, it just, nothing. Didn't even detect my wireless call. Just said, fuck you. Exactly. It's like, hardline this bitch. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm not hardline. I got a wireless <laughs> card. And it's like, no, fuck you. Hardline this bitch. And yeah, I go, okay. So I restarted it. Nothing. Went in there. Couldn't even find my wireless card. Jesus. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, damn it. So uh, I was like, great. And of course, it, I find it out like right when I'm like working. So, and what, if you restall, install Windows, you know it's not, you know, oh, an hour or two and you're done. Uh, it's, it's a long process. <laughs> so I go ahead and I tell Adam, I go, oh, I guess I'm going to have to reinstall Windows 7 because I have a disk. So I reinstall it. <laughs> of course, something happens where now there's a corrupt, uh, what was it? What was that thing? It was... Um, like a corrupt... DLL file or something yeah, like that. It would, One of the system files was corrupted. Yeah, and, and it, it wouldn't. What it was doing is, and it's a common thing because I looked more into it when I stopped talking to you. Where the <laughs> it tries to update, and then it it keeps when it's when Windows is downloading updates, it keeps it in a catch or a cache, and then um, basically that just gets stuck, and then it won't update anymore. Period. Yeah. <laughs> Until you fix it. And it was funny because, like, I had re-downloaded Office 365 onto my laptop, but it wouldn't sign in to my Office account. OneNote worked fine, but Office didn't. Hmm. And then, you know, I of course, when I get that frustrated point, 
I start going to Adam. And then I was like, oh, well, I found this right here. And I'm like, all right, I'll try this one. And then and then later he's like, I think this one works. And I was like, well, that's the one I was trying anyway. And then, of course, all the solutions. If that doesn't work, which it didn't, try this. That didn't work either. If that doesn't work, try this. And I'm and by like the fourth or fifth, if that has did, didn't work, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to reinstall Windows 7. And finally reinstalled it so it was all nice and clean clean install which was actually good because i really wanted to do that anyway with that laptop because i just wanted to make it more of my i can write word documents on it maybe do show notes on there mostly browse the internet but all my heavy lifting was going to be for my pc and um so i was like okay this will work and then i was like well i have nothing on this and i already downloaded service pack one and all that stuff for windows 7 so i was like Maybe I'll just do a clean. Inst- I'll do an install of Windows 10 on this if there's nothing on it, and and see what happens. Because then at that point, what what's the worst that can happen? Reinstall seven again. So with, I went with with Windows with Windows troubleshooting. When in doubt, just, reinstall the operating system. <laughs> exactly. You'll save yourself a lot of fucking headache. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, that was in the text that you had sent me too. Like when in doubt, just. Do just a reinstall. Just fuck it. You'll save time. <laughs> <laughs> just reinstall it. I used to do this shit when I worked at um, when I worked at uh, Best Buy, Geek Squad. Mm-hmm. I would I would try to fix it maybe five different ways. If it didn't work, I'm like, yep, and I'd call the dude and be like, yeah, I'm gonna reinstall Windows. <laughs> I would even back up their shit for free. Like, yeah, I'll, don't even worry about it. I'll back it up. <laughs> and I seen some of the porn you got in there. I'll put in some better shit. I got you. I got you. <laughs> and so, yeah, then I went ahead, downloaded Windows 10 on there. Everything worked. I was like, going, okay, cool. Okay, everything's on here. Went ahead, put in Office. I just put in um, uh, Photoshop Elements because I had that disk. I put that on the laptop. And it's nice when you look at, like, the install screen, like, the programs. And it's, like, six right there. I was like, ugh, that's just sexy. <laughs> yeah. So I did that, and yeah, it's been purring like a champ over the last couple of days. So hopefully that's only 40 gigs is actually used on my computer. So I'm like, oh, that's nice. Because my, oh yeah, well, well, remember I was tripping out because my uh, memory was, it was using up almost all my memory just running basic Windows 7. And that's when I knew I had a bit of a problem. Yeah, you were having a memory leak, all types of bullshit. And I'm just sitting here like... I don't know. My computer runs fine. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> That's a true buddy, you know. Yeah. It's like if it makes you feel my, – my favorite thing to tell somebody when they're having a problem is if it makes you feel any better, I'm not having any issues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Dick. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, Windows 10, um, I was excited about it at first. And I still kind of am. Um, there's a few things I don't like that they're doing, but I do like how they've modernized everything. But it's just like the Rocky Start shit needs to end now. Like right. we've gotten old enough that you need to get your shit together. And I'm I'm definitely including the um, technical preview because you guys let it go out for technical preview. You should have been paying attention. Right. You know, so it's it's just becoming annoying. But whatever. Yeah, that's Windows for you. So, now, Adam hasn't seen Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice yet. No. Um, most of the world has, 
judging by the box office numbers it did this week. Yeah, now, now, hate. Oh my god, dude! I have to say this real quick. So they were talking about how the box office numbers were shit and blah blah blah. Of course they are, you know. But then they were like, had the biggest decline of people to go see it. For, I'm like, for real, dude. Like, <laughs> why? Why is everybody just? They really want to hate the movie. Like, <laughs> like I have to make fun of this movie. Jesus. I I think a lot of it and. If you, um, I wanted to just kind of give some impressions of it. No spoilers, nothing like that. So if you haven't seen it yet, but you've heard all the stuff, you, for those of you that know me, and Adam, Adam knows me, that knows that I can take the fanboy out of when I look at a, a look at a movie. Yeah. Um, I have to say that I, I, as a moviegoer, it was cool. Um, as a fan, not so much. Uh. I have to say that like, I, my impressions of the movie was it could have been worse <laughs> because it was Zack Snyder after all. Um, I actually talked to Patrick uh, the other day and um, or yesterday and he said that he finally saw it and that he uh, didn't like Man of Steel, but he actually liked this one a little bit better. And I've seen that seems to be the consensus. If you didn't like Man of Steel, you liked this one more. If you liked Man of Steel more, you didn't like this one. I've been noticing a pattern. Mm. Uh, and, and that seems to have kind of been the result. If you've really noticed that some people... There, there's the fanboys that just want to hate. And they're the ones that hate Marvel movies for, you know, oh, they changed the pigmentation of Ant-Man's suit. That's the fuck this movie, you know. Yeah. Uh, but then there's others that, like like me, it's like, I didn't hate it. And if you've read my blog, uh, The Middle-Aged Geek, I put my impressions on there. I was whelmed. I wasn't overwhelmed because it didn't knock me out of my scene. And I wasn't underwhelmed because it was a Zack Snyder movie. I was just kind of whelmed, <laughs> you know? Uh, I know it could have been worse. I think the trailers really did the movie injustice because it made it look like it was just a big knockdown drag out fight between superman and batman which i kind of assumed it wasn't going to be anyway yeah but i the problem is is that if people don't know you you see the trailers that's the thing though is like and i agree with you first first of all but you can't what is it gonna be a two-hour fight Superman doesn't even make any sense when you wait 90 minutes to see the fight it's like you You know that build up you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I I think there was the, the there was a lot of that, but there was also just like some of the things didn't make sense. The dream sequences that popped in were just kind of random and didn't make sense. Um, Jesse Eisenberg's performance was horrid as Lex Luthor. I just it I was, heard uh, I heard Affleck was killing it though. Affleck killed it. I thought it. But here's the thing, uh, and I I actually discussed this with Patrick was. If you if you see Affleck can act, but mo- many of the times he doesn't, and he just kind of s- stews there. Yeah, and which Bruce... kind of works for Batman exactly <laughs> because that's Bruce Wayne. So yeah. this part was made for him. <laughs> um, but he was good. he was great as Bruce Wayne. Gal Gadot was amazing as Wonder Woman. Um, she just and the thing was is uh, here's another thing, everything was so depressing in that movie. Like he satur- desaturated everything where. When Superman actually gets in contact with the sun, it hit me then going, 
oh my god, was the sun even out at all in this movie? Like, there, it, it didn't have any, like, brightness. And even the music with, like, Batman's music and Superman's music, when Wonder Woman popped in, that music crescendoed. Like, it yeah, was a battle. That's what I heard. And then suddenly I'm like, where has this music been the entire time? Like, well, I, I get it. Like, it's supposed to be kind of sad because they're fighting and they're fighting over sad shit. But you got to lighten it a little bit. Right. You but know, you... but the, the big problem that I that I had and I know I know most people had the reason for the fight was pretty weak. Yeah, was very, very weak. I don't know if you read the spoilers at all. No, I have. Uh, but I'm yeah. actually trying to stay spoiler free. on this. Yeah, one. it's it was really weak. I I was like, really? One of the reasons I'm trying to stay spoiler free on this one, because I started reading the reviews, the spoiler free reviews mm-hmm. um, before the movie had come out. I know we were discussing it, too. And I just noticed that a tone with the critics where they were just like sentence one i walked in it basically they basically were like before the before i even got my popcorn i hated this fucking movie (laughs) you know so i was like okay like i get i get the gist that it's not a perfect movie there's too many characters in the movie um for it to be for proper development to happen um and i i get the tone was very dark and i get that and i get this and i get that but i feel like even if i was because i i Steve knows I don't really care about spoilers, but right. I feel like there's, they're going to be so opinionated yeah. that I don't want it to fuck with my opinion. Like I, I'm not, I don't, I don't guarantee that I'm going to go see this movie and love it, right. you know, but I want to go see it, you know, and it's, um, I don't know why I do notice one thing though. I notice that the critics universally hate it and they hate it with venom. Yeah. But the, the actual, people who saw it there's a few in there that just like oh fuck this marvel rules you know okay that's fine <laughs> right. but the, most of them are like you know what not a perfect movie but i enjoyed my time you know i yeah. i kind of wish a few things were different there's a few things that are universal jesse eisenberg they didn't like they didn't like the dream sequences the same things you're saying um but generally everybody enjoyed um cavill as superman which i mean i enjoyed him in the in his man of steel flick Everyone really was impressed with Affleck, which I was glad to hear because I, I like Ben Affleck right. as an actor. Um, and they and the fight was good, but it you know people were upset they had to wait so long. And Wonder Woman was amazeballs. Yeah, and wasn't in it enough. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of the general consensus I'm getting from the actual people they made the movie for. Because you have to keep in mind... And and I'm Snyder said this himself. He says we don't make movies for critics. Like basically saying I don't care what the well that's the thing with all the with all the comic book movies. If you're you know they don't make it for that. I mean Deadpool is a prime example of not making it for critics. Deadpool wasn't universally liked by critics before it came out either. No, but that was made for the fans and look how much money it did. Now the big thing you know for me and like I said I go you take the fanboy out of it. I enjoyed the movie. Like I sat there and I liked it. There were things that I didn't like. Again, I'm not a huge Zack Snyder fan. I, mean, I I said this in my blog post. I go, for Snyder, he's either one of two things. He either misses the mark or he hits it. Yeah. He's never in between. But I think that Batman versus Superman is kind of his in-between. Like, it could have been a lot better. You could have shaved easy an extra hour off of that thing. And, you know, and got rid of some of the extra, you know, stuff that he had in there. And make it a tighter movie. 
But I also heard Amy Adams was pretty good. She was pretty good in it. Um, but it's Amy Adams. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, yeah, she wasn't the, the traditional damsel in distress, you know. Uh, which is good because Lois Lane isn't supposed to be. Right, exactly. Um, there were some really cool cameos in the movie. Um, yeah. Uh, that was one spoiler I accidentally saw. One of, one of the cameos. And I won't say it here, but hmm. um, I was kind of excited about that. And I'm curious as to how it even works into the film. Right. Um, the the sex scene between Batman, Superman, and Wonder yeah, Woman. Yeah, that's the first thing. Fucking Steve's was... such a jackass. The <laughs> was... first thing he says to me, the sex scene was weird. And then when they all got involved, I was like, <laughs> shut up. And I, I think I said, like, I need you to be very serious exactly. right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, I, I said, and then the three-way was just a little awkward. This is, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. And I'm speaking as someone who hasn't seen the film. Okay. Now I, I, I'm much like Steve in the sense where I can go in there and take my fanboy hat off. And it's important that I do, especially with this movie because I'm a huge DC fan. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Snyder. I like Snyder only. I like Snyder as a person in interviews because I know you can tell he's a real comic book fan. Like he lives and breathes comic books. He loves them, but he doesn't always make a good movie. You know, he makes some questionable choices. And even, but then even still, you had movies like um, The Watchmen, where a lot of people didn't like it. But I think, I think that movie was the shit. It was, it was like almost frame by frame. Well, that's the thing. Some, it's like people know. did. It's people didn't like Watchmen, and that was. And here is somebody that went to the source material and did it almost panel for panel, and then people didn't like that. I always give Snyder a break because I, I pretty confident that even if the movie wasn't that good even if he made some bad choices he's trying to come from it as a fan right he's not trying to come like i can make the most amount of money if i do this like he's saying i feel that this should be this way because i love batman and superman and wonder woman and i want it to look this way right you know okay cool i can respect that as an artistic thing you know um what the only the main thing I want to get from this movie, and I feel that we're getting it, is I need it to set up the future universe that we're building. That's all I really want from it. Right. Truthfully. If that doesn't happen, I'll be pissed off. You know, and it seems like Wonder Woman's got set up beautifully. And I think especially in, in today's day, that's important. Yeah. To have Wonder Woman set up right. I think um Superman was already set up. But I'm Batman seems like he was perfectly set up because everyone loved his performance. That's all I care about <laughs> is, <laughs> is that we're, 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 we're building a foundation right. for, for future movies to be the shit. Because really the, the, the movie that – generations really. Yes. <laughs> the, the, movie, the movie that is really needs to be – it really needs to hit the mark is Justice League. I don't care how far down the line it is. That's the movie that needs to hit. Because it's fucking Justice League. Right. And if there's any movie that's going to get compared to Avengers, it's, it's Justice, Justice League. League. Yeah. You know, so that one really needs to hit. And I think um, I think the Wonder Woman movie is going to blow everybody away. Yeah. I, if they handle Wonder Woman the way they handled her in this in this particular movie, I mean, shit. You just – it's awesome because in her, parent, in her fight scene, everything is there. Her power clack with the bracelets, the lasso, the shields – you know, there's like it was like it was complete fan service. Oh, complete! And it was like I'm watching that. And it's like, and it's funny too because like I started watching the fight, 
between Batman and Superman, and I was cool with it. Then when Wonder Woman came out, I, I, just, I like sat up in my seat, like it was like oh shit. And then you just see her, just like kicking it. You're like yeah, you know. It's like there was there was this like awesome, you know, like we got to we got to see Wonder Woman the way she should be, and and that I thought was that was great in that in that particular aspect. And and I've met a lot of and you know I've had a lot of people. Uh, you know, that told me that they were excited about the movie coming out, and at the same time came out like, oh, I enjoyed myself. And that's when you know that somebody is like, okay, I don't want to hate this movie, but I did at least enjoy myself. So you're going to get fans that probably didn't like this movie. The hate's going to eventually subside. Um, but, you know, it, it's... To me, I enjoyed it. And I went with Heather, and I went with John, and both of them... And John hates Affleck. He does not like Affleck. But he goes like, you know what? I actually liked him as Bruce Wayne. Like he goes, I, I really liked him as Batman. And and Heather enjoyed the movie. Although the only the major the biggest complaint I could have is fuck do we still have to see his origin again. You kinda have they have to get it out of the way, dude. You know they do. It's like I mean we've seen it in every fucking Batman movie. It's like we know this already. Even the Eskimo that lives at the farthest reaches of the North Pole is like, oh, yeah, Martha Wayne. Yeah, that sucks. People in the past know that shit. Exactly. Like, <laughs> there's fucking ancient Egyptians. They put that shit on the, on the walls of the pyramid. Exactly. That's part of that's part of King Tut's uh, um, treasure trove there. It's the, it's the little panel that shows Martha and <laughs> Batman's parents getting killed and him watching. You know. I mean, w- one thing too, and this is the last thing I'm gonna say on it because we got to move ahead. But the the whole I want would want to call stretched canon, where it, it, no matter when they make the story or who's writing it, it has to be where Superman and Batman fight the first time they meet. I've always thought that was a poor choice um, because they're much more complex and and more entertaining ways to show that those two characters are for justice but in different ways um so that was that's one of my big things as to the reason they fight it was actually super weak and that that bothered me the whole the whole them fighting over it it's it's a leftover from a simpler time in comic books where it's just like get it over with Let's make something cool looking. It doesn't have to make sense. And and I think that they they should have changed it up. I really think that, that if that's my one complaint, without even seeing the movie, just knowing the story, I would I would want that to be different. I would want maybe an argument here or there or something like that, but not not fighting. I just it's we get it. You know what I mean? We don't need them. It's almost like seeing the origin story. It's like, okay. So so it's I'm already going into it like, okay, let's get the fight over with. Because we know what has to happen. You'll be waiting. You'll be waiting a while. But... Right. And then we'll and then we'll move on to greener pastures. So um, yeah, that's all. That's all I want to say. I hope I hope I enjoy the movie because those two characters are big time characters from my childhood. So I definitely want it to be um, oh. at least enjoyable. That's all I care about. All I can say is bring the rape kit because it oh. will rape your childhood. Well. <laughs> You know me on that too. I don't right, exactly. I care about that shit. <laughs> uh, so I brought this. I, I I put this in the round table because it really doesn't deserve a whole news story, and it's one of those that Adam and I will be like, mm, yeah, <laughs> not surprised. But uh, Facebook last week decided that they were not going to support BlackBerry's mobile operating system anymore. 
And so, yeah. And even uh, Facebook owns WhatsApp is discontinued on BlackBerry 10. So it's kind of one of those things of like, yeah, I'm surprised it took this long. <laughs> I mean, look at it this way. BlackBerry is a distant fourth place when it comes to the mobile market. Right. Third place is Windows Phone, and Windows Phone barely has anything on it. Right. So it, it's I'm surprised BlackBerry has a fucking Netflix app. Like right. it's 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 to the point BlackBerry just doesn't a few years ago there was a memo that was given to everyone but BlackBerry that said BlackBerry's done. Yeah. And BlackBerry just didn't get it. You know, and it's kind of sad now. <laughs> it's like okay guy you know i'm sorry so that kid that really sucks at football but he keeps trying and you're like dude maybe basketball's your thing though exactly I, like, <laughs> I mean maybe you just haven't found it yet right and uh and really quickly we just wanted to touch on the april's release of free games since yes. april starts this week on xbox live for you gold members um so uh, here are the games this uh, for April, The Wolf Among Us on Xbox One, which will be avail- available for the entirety of April. Cause I you... that game is dope, too. That's what I've heard. I've, I guess I'll have a chance to play it now and <laughs> find out. Um, also on uh, Xbox One is Sunset Overdrive, which you can pick up from April 16th through May 15th. And... I heard that game is pretty. Yeah, I know. I haven't heard much else from it. <laughs> I'll, I'll download it and try yeah. it out. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, like... I download all the free games. <laughs> <laughs> Please believe. Uh, for Xbox 360, you can get Dead Space from April 1st to the 15th. And on the 16th, Saints Row 4 will be available until the end of the month. Pretty pretty decent. It's a decent one. It's better than it's been. Yeah, like I don't like every it, game from there. Because at least I there's don't... titles I recognize. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the last couple months have been kind of... Yeah. Yeah, a little weak. A little weak. A little weak. Little bit. When you were talking about uh, Netflix for uh, for BlackBerry, I was like, "No, that's not the Netflix app. That's the uh, that's the Netflix. That's not even the Netflix app. They have... <laughs> it's the knockoff with an extra F in it." <laughs> Tell me, dude, this BlackBerry needs to stop. You know, they just need to stop now. <laughs> All right, now I think it's time we jump into the headlines. <laughs> Following accusations last week from T-Mobile and AT&T and Verizon were limiting the qualities of Netflix video stream to mobile devices, Netflix admitted that it was the company doing the throttling. In a blog post, Netflix tried to position throttling as a measure intended to protect our, quote, protect our members from overages charges when they exceed their mobile data caps the company said that uh, that for more than five years it has capped mobile video globally at a bit rate of 600 kilobits per second far lower than the quality that modern 4g data connections are able to deliver t-mobile ceo john leisure used video resolution instead of bitrate in calling out AT&T and Verizon last week, allegedly alleging that his company's competitors limited Netflix to 360p resolution, 600, that's 640 by 360 on mobile devices, while T-Mobile delivered 480p. Verizon and AT&T denied any throttling of Netflix streams. Yesterday, it was the first time Netflix acknowledged the throttling mobile uh, video in the long history of its practice. Quote, 
we are outraged to learn Netflix has apparently throttled video at their eight that for their AT&T customers without the knowledge of or, or consent. An AT&T representative told the Wall Street Journal, a Verizon representative told the newspaper Verizon delivers video content at a resolution provided by the host service, whether it's Ver Netflix or any other provider. It turns out that Netflix doesn't limit video bitrate on T-Mobile and Sprint, the United States' number three and four wireless carriers, respectively. That's because those companies are among the carriers, carriers that, quote, don't levy penalties for exceeding data caps, Netflix said. Netflix was one of the launch partners of for Binge On, the T-Mobile service that lets customers stream mobile video capped at 480 over 4G from certain providers without it counting against their data cap. Binge On seemingly goes against the principles of net neutrality, an idea both T-Mobile and Netflix have said they support. But Leger said that and Netflix CEO Reed Hastings have defended the feature in the face of the criticism of net neutrality advocates like the Electronic Frontier Foundation. So three things I got to say about this. <laughs> Just three? <laughs> yeah, specifically. Well, four things, I guess, because the first thing is I kind of feel bad for Netflix. The second thing is it seems like Netflix was trying to do something good for people, but they didn't – they should have let them know. Yeah. You know? Um, it's, it, it would have been better if it was just an option. Cause it doesn't even matter if it was good for people. They're just going to get pissy that they didn't have a say in it. Right. Um, why you need more than 480p on a fucking cell phone. I don't know why, but whatever. Um, the binge on service, I don't think that's against net neutrality cause it's a choice. Right. You just, you pay for it if you want it. Right. It would be um, different if they were paying for it, but yeah, I think it's actually free, isn't it? Yeah, the, I think so. Thing. It's it's so stupid. I think that this is kind of being blown out of proportion. But on the flip, Netflix is fucking up for not yeah. telling not telling people what's going on and kind of let's be honest, kind of letting for years the cell phone providers take the blame for it until exactly. they finally decided to yeah. say no. Five assholes. five years. I mean, that's a, that's like you know that's a long time. <laughs> you know you know what the best thing to do though hmm. is all the people that are whining about it. Go okay, and then don't don't do it. Do full fucking 1080p to the cell phones, and then watch everyone complain to AT and T and Verizon that they keep going over their fucking limit. Well, that was because a... yeah. Go ahead. No, but it's it's going to be funny because that's exactly what they're going to do. Oh, they're yeah. going to go. I'm watching the same amount of Netflix I watched last month, and now I'm going over my limit. What the fuck? Exactly. So. Yeah, that was that was my thing too. Was that people don't watch their shit. That's really what it comes down to. People don't monitor their accounts. They always expect whoever, well, I can still use it as much, so obviously I must be okay. It's like, no, asshole, they're not looking out for you. It's like when your credit card allows you to go over your limit. You're like, oh, well, they must be. Then you get the bill, and you're like, what the fuck? Why do I owe all this much money? It's it. We have to take responsibility. I, I do believe that Netflix was at fault for not saying that. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of letting them like take the like, well, if we don't say anything, we're actually not doing anything wrong. It's like, no, asshole, you are. <laughs> no, you know, you're but, fucking up. Yeah. But, you know, it, it is a two pronged sword because if, you know, people were streaming 1080p on their mobile devices, you know, on that new OLED screen of theirs, you know, they they would have hit the data cap day one. But see, and everybody, even people that deny this is true, know that it's true, that. You're given a data cap. Give everybody 
unrestricted access to everything. If they go over their limit, that's their fucking problem. Exactly. If you're if you're not if if you're not smart enough to watch your shit, especially with the countless apps that are out. Right. That are even provided by the carriers now. Yeah. AT&T has one. They all have one now mm-hmm. where it says this is how much data you've used. AT&T, I'm surprised. I, I have AT&T's prepaid. They're fucking constantly letting me know how much data I've used. Yeah. Like they, it's almost like they're like, "Hey buddy, I don't want you to go over your data." And I don't even get charged overage, you know. So it's 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 asinine to say, oh, it's everyone else's fault that I'm going over my data limits. No, right. It's not. Now, if you want to argue we shouldn't have limits, okay, that's a different conversation. Yeah. You know, that's but a different argument for a different day. It's also never going to happen. Right. So <laughs> we've already had those days, and they're gone. Yeah, those were fun days. <laughs> you can still get, um, I think, Sprint. No, Sprint doesn't have unlimited anymore, do they? I don't know, but Sprint sucks no. anyway. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So, during the DC Rebirth event at WonderCon, uh, the creative team for Justice League creator um, Jeff Johns. I, every time I see his name, I have trouble remembering how to pronounce it because it's Geoff. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Oh, excuse me. Were you oh, were you yeah. busy somewhere? <laughs> yeah. um, writer Jeff Johns and artist Jason Fepelk, uh announced that they will be revealing the identity of the Joker in Justice League number 50. Um, okay. In Justice League number 42, Batman sat on the Mobius chair, which grants him access to all knowledge. He tested it out first by asking who killed his parents. And, yep, it said Joe Chill. Um he used it again, this time asking what's the Joker's true name. And while the chair did respond, only Batman heard the answer, leaving us to just see his shocked reaction. Uh, specifically in the book, he says, no, that's not possible. Um, come Justice League number 50, on sale May 25th, Johnson Fabok will uh, finally tell us what Batman heard. Um, it's interesting that they're going to do this but I think people – the people who are complaining about it – because I get it. The, the, the whole mystique of the Joker, one of his major major drawing points is you don't know who he is. No, like, I no, know who no. he is. Oh, you do? Yeah, it's Joe Chill. It's not Joe Chill. That's the thing because <laughs> if he asks – well, I guess, yeah, because a lot of people are saying – well, it, the chair already said it was Joe Chill who killed his parents – but that doesn't really negate his second question. It could just say Joe Chill again, right. you know. But whatever. So the there's been so many origin stories of the Joker, and and they're always retconned. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I I don't really care. I'll be interested to see what they do because if they do something interesting, then cool. I mean, I don't think it cheapens the character to know who he used to be. Well, I don't it. it... It depends, though, because, like... It depends on who they're trying to say hit. Right, exactly. I, I think that's gonna... I think... Penguin's son or some stupid shit. <laughs> the Penguin's son. <laughs> yeah, I know, he's... He's, he's actually... You know, it's like... Oh, my God, it was Zoom the entire time. You know, um... It, it just... Which wouldn't make any sense at all. But, you know, hey... Uh, you know, the, the big thing that... that I mean... Okay, this is the this is the anti fanboy in me coming out saying that DC needs something to get the sales numbers up, and that's what this is going to do: reveal the identity of the Joker. 
it's going to definitely get people to go ahead and buy that issue. Oh, yeah, Justice and, League issue 50 is going to be flying off the shelves. Exactly. And But what happens after that? Yeah, where do it, we go from there? Exactly. Once but, we, do, but that's the thing, though. They're ending this line on issue 52, so right. it's irrelevant yeah. at this point. It's like they're ending with a bang. Like, this particular universe's Joker will be this. And then when they reboot, it's irrelevant. <laughs> you know, so it doesn't even matter. A lot of people, there's a few people that were saying... Um, Watch this Falcone. I know. <laughs> <laughs> there's a few people that, like, on, on the interwebs, that are going, it's probably going to be Thomas Wayne. And I go, well... That wouldn't make the sense. First, the first answer from the Mobius chair kind of does negate that as being the answer. Because Batman asks specifically, who killed my parents? Parents. Mm -hmm. And it just said Joe Chill. So that question couldn't be answered that way if one of his parents wasn't dead. Right. Um, I, I, I almost – and I'm going completely out of left field. <laughs> okay. Just because why, why the fuck not? Aquaman. <laughs> why the fuck not? I'm, I think it's gonna be, um, it's gonna be one of the Robins, like the one that died or something. Todd, it's Jason gonna be, Todd. It's gonna be Jason Todd. It's gonna be Jason Todd. Literally killed himself. Even though they've already explained Jason Todd, I don't care. Like it's, it's gonna be Barbara Gordon. It'd be a, it's gonna be a clone of Barbara Gordon. It's just some stupid shit. Like, I, but like, I don't know, man. I, I mean, to me, it's like, okay cool whatever but the next writer that takes over the books is going to completely negate that probably you know yeah that's that's what happens in every comic book series when somebody takes over they retcon some of the shit that happened you know i.e peter parker getting married to mary jane you know that kind of stuff or what we saw you know possible in the last batgirl um uh, uh, storyline where the killing joke may have just been a, a dream, you know, that kind of stuff. And to be honest, to and to be completely, completely honest, and this isn't fanboy, this isn't, you know, any of that. This is just me going, who cares? I mean, I don't really care who, like I said, I'll, well, I'll be, I don't. <laughs> I'll be interested to see what they say. And if they make it interesting, if they make it cool, then I'll enjoy it. It's Spider-Gwen from the Marvel <laughs> Right. <laughs> or it's like Batman from an alternate universe. Or stupid <laughs> shit. Like, oh, oh, no, no, no. Thomas Wayne from that Flashpoint universe. Yeah. Well, wasn't it in the Flashpoint universe, his mother was the Joker. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. So it's not too far-fetched to say one of his parents is the Joker. But um, the it doesn't matter – how we feel about it because it's all going to end two issues after it's revealed. So it doesn't even fucking matter. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's even if they decide not to continue it in the, in the next reborn or whatever that is. I don't think they will because the, that's how the Joker is. The Joker is always in flux. Like he's always different. Well, like, yeah. I mean, remember we had the comedian in the killing joke. Yeah. And, uh, they so. should just leave it like the Heath Ledger one, you know, you know, they're tell you the story of how I got these scars. Yeah, it's always all over the place. And I kind of dig the character because of that. Yeah. Where you're always told something and you're like, oh, that's what it is. And then it changes and you're like, wait a minute. And and it's said in one issue a long time ago. 
and I can't remember. It might have been the Killing Joke. I can't even remember. But the Joker himself said he can't even remember his origin. Yeah. Like it's 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 like he, the person that lies about their age so much that they forget how old yeah, they are. <laughs> he's so fucking insane. He doesn't even remember. Right. You know. So it's it's um. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I want to see. I want it to be really stupid though. Especially since it's ending. I want it right. to be dumb, just so I can laugh. but the thing is is like for me it's like finding the identity of the joker is the same as like a han solo origin movie i don't need that i'm reading the comments dude says it's alfred (laughs) that Um, would be awesome (laughs) the joker's last name is wayne like the illegitimate son of thomas wayne Oh, there you go yeah just i mean that actually could be a possibility it would make no sense but Right. I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll have to see what happens. I think it'd be funny. What's the Joker's true name? And it says Joker. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He was yeah. born that way. No. What's what's his um what's the Joker's real name? Mark Hamill. What? Um, Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> we solved it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh man. All right. So. I'm sure a lot of you knew this was coming and there was an update today. Um, And I don't usually on these shows, I like to kind of recap the previous week, but this happened today on Monday since we recorded it a day later. Um, And it's pertinent to the story. So might as well. Uh, The FBI filed a motion last week uh, claiming that an outside party may be able to help break into the San Bernardino shooters um, iPhone. And this came after weeks of uh, litigation of trying to get uh, Apple to go ahead and uh, open the phone. But uh, now that they had the possibilities of actually finding a third party that was willing to do it, they kind of put the whole court case on hold. And then, of course, it was officially announced today that San Bernardino, uh, the FBI, got into the San Bernardino shooter's iPhone today. There's still no real word, at least from what I'm, you know, seeing, you know, like how they got into it. But, yeah, it got into it. (laughs) So we all knew this was happening. You know, I mean. I mean, it's just it's the time we live in now. Yeah. You know, with with any with any lock. With any lock that's designed, you're gonna find a locksmith that's gonna try to open it. You know, it's just it's just the way it is. Yeah. So it looks like that that Apple litigation is going to be over now, since they found someone else to do it. Now poses a bigger question: What's Apple gonna do? That's the thing, because is it legal for F for the FBI to have an outside person do it? Right. Like, what's the legality of that? Now, obviously, it's the FBI. Right. But they could go up against the third party that's doing it. Right. Because Apple – the problem is right now is Apple has an, is in an interesting position where if the third party is doing it, it's telling Apple customers that none of their shit is safe anyway. Right, exactly. You know, But then on the flip too, <laughs> the FBI isn't going to try to crack in everybody's fucking phone. You know, there's, it's well, such a gray area. But here's the know? thing, though. If they found a hack to get into the phone. How long is it going to take for that hack to be out in the open? But then they're, but that all they're doing is just hacking the OS. So all they have to do is just 
they can use it on anything else until Apple figures out a way to cover that. Now, in the same token, here's an, um, a statement that Apple released today, uh, Monday, January 28th. I mean, March 28th, January 20th. Um, quote, from the beginning, we objected to the FBI's demands that Apple build a backdoor into the iPhone because we believed it was wrong and was set a dangerous precedent. As a result, the government's dismissal, neither of these occurred. Uh, as a result of the government's dismissal, neither of these occurred. The case should never have been brought. We will continue to help law enforcement with their investigation as long as uh, as we are doing as we were doing all along. We will continue to increase the security of our products as the threats and attacks on our data become more frequent and sophisticated. Apple believes deeply that the people in the United States and around the world deserve data protection, secure security, and privacy. Sacrificing one for the other only puts people and countries at greater risk. This case raised issues which deserve a national conversation about our civil liberties and our collective security and privacy. Apple remains committed to participating in that discussion. So, basically, it's a very it's a very old debate. Yeah. You, you can only have so much of security and freedom. It's a constant ba balancing act. You can't have absolutes of both. It's just the way it is. If you had absolute freedom, that's called anarchy. You have freedom to do whatever you want. Right. But there's no security. If you have absolute security, that's fascism, basically. Right. You know, so. But know. how they broke into the iPhone will be interesting to hear because it will come out in later uh, in the coming days, but it will be interesting to hear what happens that if they broke in, they broke the security to get into it. What's Apple going to do now in the process? Cause that means their quote unquote, you know, unbreakable OS was broken. Yeah. They have a lot They're They're going to be worried about saving face. Yeah. But then how far can Apple go? Are they now it's interesting. So, Basically, it doesn't matter for the particular phone they're trying to crack into now because it's not like they're going to update it, you know. So it doesn't matter. But if Apple, it, uh, you get the new OS update, you look at your phone; it's a brick, like literally right. a brick. <laughs> right. But what what if Apple? Okay, this is what's probably going to happen. Apple's going to find whatever loophole they're using, and they're going to change it. They're going to patch it, whatever. But does that technically mean that they're in, they're um? interfering with investigations now like where where are we on this like it's such a fucking gray area situation oh, yeah. that who's who's right and who's wrong and there really is no absolute answer to that it's, it's fucked up yeah no i i agree with you there it's just it's one of those situations where there is no real right or wrong on this it's just one of those of like you know of like where the fuck? Where can and let's go? and let's keep some perspective too, because Apple's been getting a lot of heat for this on both sides of the fence. Mm -hmm. Apple really is just in the wrong place at the wrong time. The people who did the crime just happened to have an iPhone. Right. They could have had an Android phone. They could have had a Windows phone, and it would have been that company that would have been having to get fucking shit thrown at them. Right. You know. So I mean, I I applaud Apple for making a stance and sticking by what they believe and and thinking about the customers first i i do applaud them for that um but i didn't think that it was going to just stay locked forever i mean if apple's not going to do it the fbi will find somebody else to do it yeah no so it doesn't really matter it's just if they would have had apple do it they wouldn't have to pay apple to do it <laughs> that was you see them at the at the genius bar <laughs> okay so we need this phone so uh tad we need you to break into this iPhone. 
And you know he never did. Did you have an appointment? <laughs> did you have an appointment? <laughs> Genius bar. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that would be funny. I, I met someone at the Genius Bar one time, and I told him that – I forget how we came up in conversation, but I said that uh, a pretty common thing that's known that Mac OS is based off of Unix code. And he was like, no, it's not. And I'm <laughs> like, what? <laughs> he goes, Apple has made its its own uh, code from the ground up. And I'm like, yeah, from Unix. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so but, it's, yeah. don't, you don't have to cry. <laughs> Yeah, it's not it's not a big deal it's actually kind of cool <laughs> whatever um speaking of freedoms and one that i wouldn't mind infringed on um walking... <laughs> that's the flag drapes behind you <laughs> the eagle lands on your shoulder <laughs> walking while texting uh in new jersey could soon get you sent to jail Yes. According, according to the Guardian, State Assemblywoman uh, Pamela Lampitt is pushing for a law that would make walking while using an electronic device on public roads illegal, unless they're hands-free, of course. Uh, penalties for violating the ban would range from a $50 fine to just over two weeks of jail time, which the article points out is the same consequence for jaywalking. The fu- Damn, imagine if, two we- imagine if you got two weeks of jail time for jaywalking. You're, you're everyone's bitch at jail. Can you imagine, can you imagine that, like... What are you in for? Armed robbery. What are you in for? I jaywalked. Oh, shit. Damn. Yeah, Fucking jaywalking. You bought that life. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you need, I got you. Okay. The amount, the amount of prison dick that he would suck. <laughs> like, seriously. Um, the, fine, the fine money would then be used in pot for educating against the dangers of walking while texting. Lampit cited by the National Safety Council that showed more than 11,000 injuries related to walking while using a phone. Between the year 2000 and 2001. Meanwhile, you can't even chew gum and walk at the same time. I know. Meanwhile, similar bills have been considered in Hawaii, New York, Nevada, Arkansas, and Illinois uh, based on comparable data. In fact, smartphone and smartphones and increasing and increasingly the subject. Oh Jesus! In fact, <laughs> smartphones are increasingly the subject of legal debate. And then it says Apple and the FBI thing. Um, as stupid as this sounds. I, I'll, I'll use an example at work. I work in a big building with a lot of people and everyone is staring at their phone constantly. If they're not at their desk, they're staring at their phone. It's the lunch break. It's kind of creepy now. Like it's, it's just like you can't do anything without your phone in front of you. And I've seen people freak out because they forgot their phone at their desk and they got to run back just so they could stare at Facebook for five minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had I, I, I just just you know to um, for uh, full disclosure I, I do go back to my desk when I leave my phone in there but I have the uh, Fitbit app that tracks how much I walk right so I have that in my pocket no I go I go back to get my phone too I don't trust them motherfuckers in my office I that's right I go, I go back I go back to get my phone for two reasons well one it depends if I'm past the point of no return fuck it I'm, go, I'm usually going out for a smoke I got shit to do. You know what I mean? But um, or I'll go back because, you know, my wife and kids might try to get a hold of me or something. Um, but it's usually in my pocket the whole time. I'm talking to the human beings that I'm outside with. Anyway, um, I've had people walk into me almost once a week where people round corners just staring at their phone well, with their mouth agape. 
No, I'm not. I'm six feet tall and about 300 pounds. I need to get in that gym. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm a pretty imposing figure. I'm, I'm, I'm there. You know I'm there. <laughs> People are walking into me like I'm fucking made of invisible shit. Hmm. Like it doesn't make any sense. And they'll bump into me and then you're the asshole. Right. Or the worst thing, they're on their phone and they're walking super slow because the human brain is not designed to do those two things at once. <laughs> so then you're behind them and you're like, oh my God, the fuck out of the way. <laughs> but late, like um, I was talking to my friends, not just walking. I was talking to my friend and, and he goes, do you notice how there's so many like near misses now? He was like, when we were in high school and we're talking like 2000 to two, I was in high school, 1997 to 2002. He says, he's like, back then we used to drive and it, it was maybe, maybe once or twice a year you would have a near miss. Now it's so common. Yeah. You can't, you know. And I'm like, it's because everyone's staring at their fucking phones. And usually my wife drives me into work because she needs the car all day. So I'm looking around and everyone is on their phone while they're driving. Yeah. They're just staring at their phone. I'm like, what is wrong with these people? I don't know. I guess driving is not eventful enough. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, it, it's one of those where, you know, you just – you just need to kind of amp it up a little. You got to amp it up to 11, right. you know? <laughs> and there's so many, there's been so many studies done about cell phone use and that people get addicted to it. And I was reading this, this one a long time ago where they said that it's, it's instant self gratification whenever you want it. Yeah. Like you, you can cop on your Facebook and, and say, maybe in the morning you start off by saying, Oh, I'm so depressed. And then you can hop back on later and so many people are saying, I'm there for you. <laughs> you know, it's and a lot of people need that shit. They need to know that other people give a fuck. Even though even if it's fake as shit. Yeah. They just need it. They need they need people to see them. My dick never looked this huge. <laughs> <laughs> With the new panoramic camera, I can now take a <laughs> it's a little it's a little time consuming but i can now take a dick pic <laughs> like i've had i've had people give me shit like they'll follow me on facebook and they'll go you don't really post anything and i go no and they go you you share a lot of like funny pictures and i go yeah i hit the share button if it makes me laugh <laughs> and they're like but you never post like what you're doing or i'm like it's none of your fucking business what i'm doing because but it's it's deeper than that people that do that usually need need other people to know what they're doing right like that's why they do it they want others to know that they're doing a cool thing and that those people are not doing it yeah. you know it, it's this whole like psychological fuck mind fuck but then of course there's a, like like steve for instance he'll post on his facebook going to um the fucking movie or something but that's because he only has friends on his Facebook, like real friends. Yeah. You know, the actual people he gives a shit about. So he's sharing with them, hey, I'm, you know, I'm doing something interesting. But most people, like younger people, they don't have friends on their Facebook. <laughs> it's like I have 600 and something friends on Facebook. No, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> you have people that follow you on Facebook, but they don't know who the fuck you are. So it just becomes a dick wagon contest. Right. I have nicer shit. I eat nicer food and I go to nicer places. <laughs> bullshit <laughs> yeah well it's like heather likes to call it fake book um and yeah, but that's life now though yeah i know really you know what i mean it's it's really a rep a digital representation of life everybody is faking it and it's it's 
it's a lot of the reasons why I kind of just stay at two friends and <laughs> don't actively look for any more. You know, it's everybody's just full of shit. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Not everybody. You know what I mean? You know. Right. No, I, I get it. Everybody, yeah. every human fucking being on the planet is full of shit, except <laughs> for me. <laughs> that's a whole nother issue. When people think that's that, um, people now like you'll meet people where they're like oh every like i wish humanity would just end or humanity's so full of shit and i'm like you do realize you're a human being right <laughs> and you do every single thing that you're complaining about <laughs> oh man it's it it is funny though because like sometimes on you know facebook i'll you know i'll post some interesting you know something kind of personal or what or what have you but for the most part it's usually just sharing shit, you know. Hey, I posted. We all do that sometimes. Yeah, but, but you know, I'm talking about a whole subset of fucking culture that. That's all they do. Yeah, that's true. Oh man, the worst thing you can do on Facebook. I will unfollow people for this, and I have. And it's not even a big deal. Who gives a fuck if I unfollow you? But still, where they do the vague. Shit, it's it, I call them phishing posts. Where, where they say what I said, we're like, ugh, I just can't anymore. Or, ugh, this is so hard. And that's all they put, dot, yeah. dot, dot, you know, because they want people to acknowledge that. I give them like three times doing that, and I'm fucking, bye. <laughs> or I'll say stupid shit, like, this is so hard. And I'm and like, <laughs> no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we'll stop playing with it. <laughs> oh, before we... Uh... Before we end this this topic of conversation, have you seen the new Lego Batman teaser trailer? No. Fucking hilarious. Will Arnett's back as Batman. It's hilarious. <laughs> so if you haven't, if you guys haven't seen it either, you should check it out. It's pretty funny. Will Arnett's pretty awesome as Batman. Siri is his whole computer um, system in the Batcave. Oh, too bad <laughs> for him. <laughs> it's like, hello, welcome back, Master Wayne. Ha- did you have an interesting day? Yeah, you know, save the world, did all that stuff. It was cool. <laughs> like, Alfred left some. Uh, what is it? Alfred left some type of lobster for you in the kitchen. Awesome, that's my favorite. He goes in there, goes in there. You see him put the lobster in the microwave, and he's like twenty minutes. Wait, no, uh, two minutes. This is like. Then of course he's sitting there. <laughs> it was funny i was like okay I'll, I'll have to watch that movie because i liked him in the lego movie i thought he yeah. was awesome in that so a little more of the same all right so i guess with that we end the headlines so this week's discussion topic i'm gonna read uh there's two articles and uh, I'm going to read the, the initial article and then the response from the company that I mentioned in the article. Nintendo will end production of its Wii U console sometime in 2016, according to a report from Japan's Nikkei. 
The console, which is sold poorly compared to its wildly successful predecessor, debuted in 2012. According to Nikkei's report, Nintendo has already stopped manufacturing certain Wii U accessories. The outlet, which has a good record of reporting on Nintendo's unannounced plans, reports that while Wii U hardware is being discontinued, a launch of the company's next platform, codename NX, is not guaranteed this year. Nintendo plans to unveil its next-generation console sometime in 2016. The company launched its first mobile app, uh, Mitomo, last last week. Nintendo has sold more than 12.6 million Wii U consoles since 2012. Its previous home console, Wii, went to sell more than 100 million units. Uh, so that article comes from Polygon and Engadget had this follow-up article. Contrary to the reports of Japan's well-regarded business rag Nikkei, Nintendo told IT media, yeah, IT media that it has no plans to halt Wii U production so soon. Quote, that, Nikkei's report, is not an official announcement. We plan to continue production through the rest of the year. Admittedly, Nikkei's Nintendo scoop has been hit and miss in the past. Despite rolling out a steady stream of new hits, the console is failing to gain the traction of the original Wii and the higher-powered PlayStation 4. Xbox One continues to make Nintendo's home console a distant third in installed user numbers. The game's maker is hoping more exposure, courtesy of tiptoeing four-way into mobile, which would help improve sales. Now, first, before we get into this, I, you can you can always tell, and I've seen this in so many reports where you have that certain sites like certain others, because yeah. like you know you have this one by Polygon that says like has usually been good about it. Then you have Engadget saying eh, it's been kind of hit and miss. It's like the people that keep reporting Latino Review as you know oh yeah they always have the inside scoop and they they've usually been right. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Let's not do that. Why so, is it called Latino Review? I guess because people on it are Latino, I'm assuming. I don't. But it has nothing to do with Latino culture. Uh, Zero. I, like, when I go, like, there's... A, Unless there's they a, keep saying, member, you member. <laughs> there's, a, there's a site called uh, La Flama. And they have a lot of YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's whatever shit. But it's, like, so Hispanic. Like American Hispanic, like it's just so much, you know. And then I hear Latino review. I expect it to be from that particular subculture's point of view. It's just, yeah, I don't know. It's weird to me. <laughs> it's like 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 Irish rundown, and they're they're talking about German beer all day. Right. That's exactly. what it feels like to me. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, um, I kind of called that article bullshit. They also too, as real quick. I'm sorry. As an add-on, uh, recently they were there was leaked, quote unquote, leaked images of the uh, Nintendo NX's um, controller. It was supposed to be like a big screen with buttons on it. Those have been found out to be complete bullshit, oh, right. too. So you know. Well, I mean, when I first saw that, I was like, "Wait, that doesn't sound right," because given the timeline that we've already kind of had for the re- the you know, uh, even the even talk about not even we're not even talking about the announcement of the NX, but even when they're ready to even talk about it was 2016. Right. So how is it that 2016 is, is that to say that Nintendo's so ready to get rid of this, they're going to stop production before the new console comes out? 
I don't think so. Because think about the Wii, the Wii versus the Wii U. When the Wii U came out, they still sold the Wii. Yeah, but the Wii also sold a hell of a lot more than the Wii U did. Yeah, but I mean, even the GameCube was out for a little while. Yeah. For the... I I don't know. I think. I think I I hope that Nintendo's is realizing some of its glaring issues with its <laughs> consoles, where they need to be. Stop worrying about niche bullshit. Right. They they already have a niche that works. Their niche is their first their uh, their um their properties that they have. Right. Mario and Zelda. That's their niche and that works. But they're always worrying about some hardware niche. Like, who gives a fuck? No one wants that silly shit. If you want to put that stuff out as an add-on, fine. Do what Sony and Microsoft do and make a solid base console. Yeah. That's that has standard shit. You have a controller and a fucking <laughs> console. And then if you want to do extra shit, do extra shit. Yeah. But like it's um I really hope the NX is is up to par. I'm hearing rumors that it's supposed to be more powerful than the current PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. That's a rumor, of course. Of course. But the thing is, is I get I kinda get what Nintendo says, like, well, we don't need all that power. It's like, I know you don't need it. But you need it. Yeah. Even if you're not using it, you need it. Because well, it, it goes on paper, and that's what people look at. Well, remember how long it took for developers to even utilize the full power of the PlayStation 3. Right. And that didn't happen until towards the end of its life cycle. Because what Nintendo could do is they could make a con- – let's say they make a console that's the same. Let's be optimistic. It's the same technological level as the Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Because if you're gonna sit, if we're going to sit here and nitpick about the PS4 and the Xbox One and which one's more powerful, I have no time for that conversation. <laughs> They're pretty much on the same level. Right. So let's say the, the, the NX is going to – Sorry, fanboys. <laughs> right. Let's say the NX is going to have the same exact capabilities. Fine. You make your Mario games. You make your Zelda games. Excuse me. Wow. Little house phone there. Hmm. Um, you have you a make... house phone? Of course I do. What the fuck is that about? What the fuck? So do you, asshole. Uh, what? I don't have a house phone. I thought you had like a Vonage phone. I haven't had that for years. It came with my fucking CenturyLink. I don't know. Jesus. Um, Are you from the past? I am. <laughs> so you have... I don't even know where the fuck I was going. Oh, okay. So you make your Mario games, you make your Zelda games. They don't utilize the full potential of the console. Who gives a fuck? Because now third party... You fucking Jesus. <laughs> It's called a ringer. Turn it off. <laughs> I don't know how to use this thing. Pull <laughs> out the window. <laughs> um, you have you have third parties now that can access that, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna have third party developers go to your console, and then you're gonna have people buy your consoles because everybody kind of likes Nintendo. Yeah, I mean, regardless of people that hate Nintendo or claim they hate Nintendo, nobody hates Nintendo. No. Even the people that sit there and hate, like, oh, the Wii U sucks. Bring out fucking Mario Kart. Everybody's about that life. That's right. You know, and, and it's that's really it. And, and I think, I think what Nintendo really needs to do is, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm turning it down. I'm sorry. You you innovated with doing the Wii, and then of course what happened when you did that? Everybody else tried to catch up. The Kinect, the Sony, the Sony camera, everybody tried to catch up, and then everybody realized, yeah, you know what? That's not our bag. Except Microsoft, they still kind of believe that's their bag. But anyway, everybody realizes that's not their bag. We, you tried to change it with a fucking con- 
gamepad, which no one ever explained how you're actually supposed to use. And I think the real problem with the Wii U, and this has always been my assertion, is that Nintendo didn't know how to market it because I don't think they totally understood what the gamepad did. And yeah. and like you could still use, yeah, you could still use the Wii sticks. You could still use all of those for the other ones for the Wii U, but the gamepad issue, like everybody. I mean, goes, the game, the gamepad technology was cool. I mean, it was it was cool when the system was first coming out. You were like, "What the fuck? Like that's different. Like what's going on there?" It got people to pay attention. Right. But then once everyone was paying attention, they didn't do anything else. So right. everybody walked away. Yeah, and and that was and that was Nintendo's fault. Like Nintendo let that one drop. They completely let that one drop. So. You know, it's. I think instead of creating a new technology, because when you think about PlayStation Four and Xbox One, um, and even the Three and the Three Sixty, nothing changed. I'm gonna go as far as saying this: the PS, both the PS Four, and the Xbox One, have nothing new in them whatsoever. Because all that? all those two all those two companies have done has moved to a more PC style hardware setup. Right. That's all they've done. So really, when you buy an Xbox One or a PS4, you're just buying like a fucking gaming PC from five years ago. That's really all you're doing, yeah. which is perfectly fine. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying they've but moved. You are. To, well, yeah, <laughs> but they've moved. They've moved to more standard things. Right. Nintendo isn't doing that. Nintendo wants to do it Nintendo's way. Yeah. Nintendo needs to wake the fuck up because no one's playing by those rules anymore. Exactly. And when you really look at the when you really look at the situation, the fans don't want it to change either. As much as we hear all that bullshit online, you know, rumors of, oh, you know, the PlayStation 5 is going to have holographic imaging on your on your controller, so you really don't even need the TV anymore because it's all going to be right there on the controller. It's bullshit. Right. Because to be honest, the, the regular gamer isn't going to give a fuck about that. Well, perfect example is you have the PS4 is going to come out with that, that VR helmet. Right. But it's in addition. You don't have to buy it. You don't need it. What happened with the Xbox One, when the Xbox One was first going to come out, they said, you absolutely need the Kinect. Everybody lost their shit. They're like, I don't want the fucking Kinect. Right. Because it's weird. It's not a controller. No one wants it. I don't want my face out there. You know, that's that's like that's the whole thing about that. But if they would have kept it as an addition, no one would have said shit. They wouldn't have gave a fuck. Yeah, because it's like, okay, well, fine, you have that, but, you know, and then the ones that are going to have that are mostly going to be the ones for the kids that are the dance stuff. And the exercise shit. Exercise shit, they're they're using that, but I ain't fucking exercising. If I'm playing video games, I'm doing it to relax. I ain't doing it to work out. Fuck that. (laughs) I'm about that life. (laughs) (laughs) I can't eat cheese balls and dance in front of a Kinect. How am I supposed to to drink my my red uh, Mountain Dew? What a code, code red. red. My code red while I'm sitting there jumping up and down in front of a fucking camera. Right. But uh, but yeah, I mean, to, to be honest, the reason why the Wii U failed is simply because Nintendo didn't know how to market it. They never did. If you look at all the ads for the Wii U, they don't they didn't know how to market it. Yeah. It, and, and that also, too, they didn't do anything with it. Like you, you have this awesome technology and i'm i'm gonna say it again the technology of that damn gamepad with the screen in it was fucking cool it's not a bad idea i mean look at look at sony did it with the vita and while it's not that popular people who have used it before like it i like the vita exactly so you have the vita where you can play a ps4 game on your vita 
wirelessly. It's dope. You yeah. know what I mean? And but Nintendo was so vague over what you could do with it. Yeah. And then they didn't do much with it after that. Well, the the there the problem lies is that like I you know like I was saying is that Nintendo didn't promote it properly. Is the same thing with the developers. They didn't tell the developers what they can do with it. You know, they kind of just said like, look, we have this cool thing to have it. You designed for it. Right. And it was kind of like, um, well, how are we supposed to use this? Oh, we don't know. You just do something cool with it. But then speaking of developers, too, and this goes back to Sony and Microsoft following a standard paradigm, is that developers don't want to make a game just for one console. Right. They want Third-party developers want to make a game that's going to work the same and minor controller tweaks right. across each platform. So you have someone who makes the latest Call of Duty. Okay, fine. They put it on the, the Xbox One. It, here's your Xbox controller. Standard buttons, whatever. It goes to this and this. PlayStation's the same thing. They get to the Nintendo like, okay, now we have to completely rewrite the fucking controlling code because it has this special fucking thing. Right. We also have to downgrade the graphics and blah, blah, blah. No one wants to do that. It's extra work for no reason. Exactly. Like, so. you know, like Ubisoft was early was an early one partners for them. But they had trouble writing their own code for their Assassin's Creed games. What makes them think that they were going to actually go ahead and do extra shit for the Wii U? Exactly. Too soon? No. Yeah. With Ubisoft, it's never too soon. <laughs> right. I mean, and then... By the way, downloading this podcast, you're going to get a free copy of Assassin's Creed. Nice. <laughs> But then Nintendo tried to tried to save it and, and focus on the nostalgic. Oh, you can buy um, our old games from Super Nintendo and stuff. Every gamer knows you can just download those on your fucking computer. Right. So, I mean, while that's not legal, you still have to think <laughs> about it in that context. That you're, you're charging, what was it, like $5 for a Super Nintendo game? Come on, guys. Yeah. Like, let's, let's settle down. <laughs> let's calm the fuck down a little bit. <laughs> 50 cents, maybe. Right. You know, everyone's already beaten the fucking game. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thanks, everyone, for checking out this week's show. You can subscribe and get this show every Monday downloaded directly to the listening device of your choice. You can catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Libsyn. If you're old school, you can even go directly to the website, thelazygeeks.com. And, of course, leave a comment on any of those sites. Uh, and just tell us how you like in the show or what you think we should be doing different. Maybe we'll listen. Probably not. <laughs> uh, by the way, somebody, uh, Orbital Fetus, gave us a comment on our website after our review uh, or recap of uh, 1989 Batman about suggesting that we do a uh, Princess Bride podca uh, uh, podcast about that movie. And Adam and I said, uh, that might turn into like a series within itself. <laughs> Fucking phone! <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that's a pretty complicated movie i mean i wouldn't mind but we'd probably have to break that one up yeah we'd have to probably do a two-parter on that guy because that's just that great of a movie um also you can catch us on social media facebook facebook.com slash the geeks google plus twitter instagram and snapchat you can find um all those under the ter the name the lazy geeks and if you're not into social media, which they might be a few of you, <laughs> uh, you can send us an email, thegeeks at thelazygeeks.com. Actually, I know um, my wife's niece, who's 20, doesn't have a Facebook, doesn't have an Instagram, doesn't, and I asked her why not, and she's like, because they're stupid. 
Wow. She's like, she's like, I don't give a fuck what people think about me. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, good for you. She was still kind of a teenager about it. Like, right. fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. It's but so still. conformist. I don't... Just, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't do that. I can't even... <laughs> Um, and if you guys are checking out the website, thelazygeeks.com, uh, you'll probably notice over the next couple of weeks, uh, or month or months, uh, I've been actually updating the website by bringing in, uh, the old or older shows for the Lazy Geeks and then posting them on the website, putting all our back catalog onto, um, the website because we've changed a couple of things on there. So we don't have a lot of the older shows. So I'm going through and I'm going to change a lot of, even the stuff that we did, I'm going to use the new lips and player that they have on there. Cause I think it just looks better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's going to be changing on the, the website as well as a lot of the old and canceled shows that are on our feed, but not necessarily on the site. I'm going to create an archive site. Uh, or an archive menu, so you'll be able to go and check out some of the old canceled shows that we still have on there that are still available. So if you want to check them out. So that'll happen over the course of the next couple of weeks. So you'll be able to check that out. Um, Also, we still have a couple of days left for our voting for our uh, Star Trek podcast for April. Uh, And uh, we'll go ahead and on April... I think the April 4th show uh, will announce the winners. I know I said April 1st, but that was when we were doing our systems update. But I'll just do it on the following Monday show um, for the Lazy Geeks podcast. Um, we already have our our Cheap Seats movie, which will be interesting because I still have to check it out and <laughs> find it on YouTube. <laughs> but it sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, anything else you need to add? Nope. All right. Um, oh, by the way, you can check out my personal blog, uh, themiddleagegeek.com. And uh, you can check, you know, my ramblings over there. So, all right. So, that is it for us this week. Uh, until next time, peace out. <laughs>